0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: Romans chapter 1, verses 18 and following, verse 24, 26, and 28. God turned them over, God turned them over, God turned them over. That's when God releases you to live life without Him and you bear the consequences of His absenteeism. We're bearing the consequence of God being divorced from the culture and the divorce was overseen
0: by the church. Tony Evans challenges every believer to start kingdom living, next on Life Today.
2: I want to welcome you to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. I think this is probably one of the most important weeks Of television program we've ever aired if you will focus and listen you're going to understand that we have been left here on a kingdom assignment and Jesus is very clear when he says if you want to find your life you lose it in my purpose and you'll find it and his purpose is kingdom life manifest the kingdom of God right here on earth I want you to listen to what Paul wrote one of the most powerful passages of Scripture you will ever read It's in Philippians chapter 2. Now listen to the verses. Therefore, if there's any consolation in Christ, if there's any comfort of love, and boy, is there, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, that's Christ-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind, the mind of Christ, the fullness of the Spirit, that's how we live, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind and real humility, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out, not only for your own interests, and that's fine, but also for the interests of others. This is why we're here, now listen, we're here on a divine kingdom assignment. Most people seem to think that the church is somewhere we go, rather than a body of believers who we actually are in Christ and Christ in us. And we're to make a kingdom impact, an imprint, the gravity, the weight of God, the imprint and impact of his manifest presence all over the earth. That's why we're here. And if we don't fulfill that, we're not being fruitful. We're not living a meaningful life and we're not having the joy unspeakable full of glory that he wants us to enjoy. So let's focus, take these verses in Philippians 2, 1 through 4, let them get down in your spirit, and then let the spirit carry you. Now listen to Dr. Tony Evans. We're talking about kingdom life. The church must get this because this is why we've been left here. Not to get out of here, but to get the reality of the king, his power, his presence manifest right here on earth through believers through us. Listen closely and be blessed and then be a blessing. You know a lot of people in the church say, well, politics is dirty, so let's stay out of it. And the more they've stayed out of it, the dirtier it's gotten, you agree?
1: What people do not understand is kingdom calling. A a Christian is called to leverage kingdom influence in the sphere that God has them. And God wants us in every sphere of his sovereign control. And his sovereign control is in every sphere. <laughs> so a doctor is not just a doctor, he's God's representative in the medical field, so the medical field sees what God looks like when God helps hurting people. A lawyer is not just a lawyer, he's God's representative in the bar association, so the bar association sees what God looks like when he tries a case. A business person is not just a business person, they're God's representative in business, so the business world sees what God looks like when God cuts a deal. And a politician is not just a politician, he's God's representative in politics, so the world of politics sees what God looks like when he endorses or rejects legislation. Because we are to represent his kingdom in our spheres of influence. Are
2: you all with us? Do you understand how weighty and how heavy and how liberating what you're hearing is? Do you understand how important it is? I gotta be honest with you, preacher, I think the church, most of them have checked out on this rather than checked in on it, am I right? Yeah, and of
1: course a mist in the pulpit makes a fog in the pew, so since the the, the, the clergy has missed it, yeah. the people don't get it. What are we gonna do to wake preachers up? Well I think, there, I think our biggest awakening that we need is not in the White House, it's in the church house. And that biggest awakening has to come from our leadership, because leaders, people follow leaders, for good or for bad, and so we have now got to ask God to create an environment where the crisis gets so bad. Okay, here's the scripture: Second Chronicles fifteen three to six. It says, "In those days there was no true God because there was no teaching priest." And there was no law. As a result, it says, citizen rose up against citizen, nation rose up against nation, and city rose up against city. And then it says, for God troubled them with every kind of distress you would have thought it would have said for the devil troubled them with every kind of distress but it says God troubled them you see what we're experiencing today is the passive wrath of God in the Old Testament it was the active wrath of God fire from heaven floods in the New Testament Romans chapter 1 verses 18 and following verse 24 26 and 28 God turned them over God turned them over God turned them over that's when God releases you to live life without him and you bear the consequences of his absenteeism we're bearing the consequence of God being divorced from the culture and the divorce was overseen by the church so until we get the true God because we have teaching priests will have cultural chaos so while we're waiting on uh, who's going to take take us to the right place 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue God is waiting on us because when he can get our attention, then he has the vehicle he chooses to work through to reach the culture. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I so get what you're saying.
2: And I'm so passionately committed to it. And I don't know anyone who says it any more clearly. I, um, I wish we could get the whole world, beginning with the church, to sit down and listen to what we've just heard. Mm-hmm. And we have captured it and you've written many books dealing with it thoroughly, and you're gonna to continue to write. But there's such passion and fire in your voice because kingdom power and presence is all over you. You and I have been friends about how many years now, would you guess?
1: Oh boy, 20? I'd say that many, maybe maybe more. more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're when when you, you, when you when you're having fun, you don't remember dates. No, that's true. And you know what? Have, have we not had a lot of fun together? We have. We have enjoyed it. And, and, I, and I want to publicly thank you for your friendship and your support because you've stood with us in multiplicity of ways, and we value that. We don't take that kindness and that commitment for granted.
2: Would you agree that together as brothers that we have worked to try to take... The gospel of the kingdom to the highest places in the land.
1: Absolutely, I've been on an airplane with you when uh, when former president was uh, president and uh, George Bush, and and sitting down at his table and and bringing that worldview to him. So absolutely, and and with many others. And I would just say this, and I have with
2: Mr. Trump. I've spent a lot of time with you, and uh, let me just say it again because I know I said this to you more than once, but I don't think it registered. I don't know any man on earth I'd rather you listen to. I don't know any man on earth I'd rather you listen to as Congress. I wish the whole cabinet, I wish you'd have a Camp David meeting and have this man just sit and talk with you for a couple of days. I think he could change our country, I'm serious with you. I wish Congress would sit down and give him an ear. You know, my good friend Ravi Zacharias has spoken to the Pentagon and just literally brought the house down because he's so full of God, did not he the people. absolutely. Man? There are just so many people to know the truth. But here's the thing I'd like me to get here in this group, and any of you who might be watching. Your kingdom representatives. See, the passion of the kingdom that lives in me wants what's in him to flow like a river to the ends of the earth. Right. Amen. Because see, God has given me some gifts. Would you agree I have some gifts? You have a bunch of them. Well, I'm very grateful. <laughs> And one of them is serving others. Would you agree I've wanted to be your servant? Absolutely. You've asked how could you serve, and I've, I have value that. Thank you. I would do anything for you, and I mean that. I just don't think there's a stronger voice. And he's not going to make as much noise as I do. He's not going to split his pulpit and break Jerry Falwell's pulpit. He's not <laughs> likely to do that. All right, listen to me. God has truth that's flowing like a river if we'll just tune in. You know, you close, and this this book is is really cool. I I underlined a whole lot of the first chapter. I want to go to this last uh, little story you told. And you see, I got it all, this, this, uh, is, how, how, this is if you're a real astute student, you'll, you'll highlight and then you'll come back and bracket and then you'll put little stars by it, you, mm-hmm. know, you ever do that? Yeah, yeah
1: Yes, I've okay. done
2: that. Have you yeah. done that. Do you do that, Lois? Is he? Okay. All right, look at this, Here, here's a man that, that's dying of thirst. He finds a, a little shack and in that shack, there appears to be a well, a pump, and there is a, a pitcher of water. Am I telling it right? You so far. So good. <clears throat> and on the pitcher of water, now this man's dying of thirst. He knows he's going to die. He's, he's reached the limit. And it says, you must pour all the water in this pitcher, in the pump to prime it. All of it. You must pour all of it and trust and the pump will work. And the man had a dilemma. Tell the folks what the
1: dilemma was now, what's going on in his mind. Well. If I pour all the water and it doesn't work, then I have nothing. But if I drink the water, at least I have something for right now. So do I settle for something for the moment or do I take the risk to pour it all the way in, knowing that if it does work, then I'll have much more water than I could ever use. So the question is, are you gonna prime the pump or are you only gonna live for the moment?
2: And I think the trust factor comes in. Absolutely. Because we have got a water of life, we have got a well of water, but He has told us what to do to get it flowing and I believe that we lose our life in kingdom purpose to find it I really do believe that Mm -hmm. and see when I look at the journey that I've been on and I've had those low moments too when I think I live for my kingdom I live for myself sure I think too many churches live for their kingdom you're a good friend of Gateway would you agree Gateway is kind of a remarkable picture right now just to watch from a distance and even up
1: close it is absolutely phenomenal to see how God has taken uh, uh, Pastor Morris, his family, and his ministry and exploded that thing all over the country in terms of its effectiveness. And I think that's because there is a kingdom mentality in the pastor, in the leaders, and now in the congregants. And Plus, you're a member, so well, they can't in, help you. <laughs> and, and in that
2: elder body, it's so beautiful to watch. And the love that they pour out. I believe that everywhere you see, God's power manifest, Undeniably, I believe that's a kingdom manifestation. That's a
1: manifestation of the reality of the kingdom now. Because with the kingdom comes authority. See, Jesus said, Jesus told his disciples in, uh, Luke, in uh, Matthew chapter 10, he says, I'm going to send you out. And with your sending out, I'm going to give you my authority. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have authority? That is because Jesus doesn't feel comfortable sending us out. Because he does not know whether we're going to consistently represent him or just use him as a salt shaker and kind of sprinkle his name around, but really not be totally absorbed in his purpose for our life. And that's why every Christian needs to become, uh, shall we say, kingdomized. I have listened to some of your
2: disciples. I've seen your family. And I see kingdom, power, and presence. I see Jesus. Now here, here's my question. What must happen? What can we do in prayer or support to see that become like a, a fire, mm-hmm. become a, an awakening throughout the church? What do you think it'll take to see that? Because listen, everything inside me longs for that. I would do anything to see that awakening power and to see the flood of kingdom presence and manifestation all over the earth.
1: Well, let me go back to that passage that I quoted a moment ago, 2 Chronicles 15, 3 to 6. Verse 4 says, In their distress they sought the Lord, and he let them find him. The key word is distress. Verse 6 says God created distress. Verse 4 says, in their distress, they got serious. So one thing that will happen is God will continue to let things get bad enough until he gets our undivided attention. That's the negative side. On the positive side, I think we need to... Engage vehicles that are sending out this message. We just launched the uh, our national training center through the Urban Alternative to develop Kingdom disciples. People can go online. How do you become a Kingdom man? How do you become a Kingdom woman? How do you become Kingdom parents? How do you uh, how do you have a Kingdom church? How do you because everything is Kingdom for me. So so we want to get that message out so that. It, Anybody who wants to be kingdomized can find out how to do that in practical terms and live it out. So, using the tools that God has given us to get this message out, we go across the country and we have a three-point plan for any community that wants it. Point one, a solemn assembly. A solemn assembly is a sacred gathering. In scripture, a sacred gathering was called because there was chaos and we desperately needed God to return. So, we call churches together to have a solemn assembly. Then we challenge them to move from membership to discipleship in their churches. Then we give them a influence challenge. Adopt every public school in your community, providing mentoring, tutoring, and family support services. That's church, school, and family. Then you can impact every community because every community has churches, schools, and families. So we give them a practical thing that they're all doing for the benefit of their community so that there's kingdom presence, so that people see that the church has benefited their community. So that's the three-point right, plan we're taking us around the, the country. Tell us the website again. TonyEvans.org. will take you to all of this. You just go on TonyEvans.org. But this org. is
2: a particular study. It's called it's, what?
1: It, it, this, this, this study is called, the, well, the, the, the training center is the Tony Evans Training Center for Kingdom Discipleship. So you'll see that. The three-point plan is there, and that will walk you through how you can have this initiative in your so community. you can be involved in that like it's a course, almost it, like a college yeah, course. Yeah, it's, it's a course. course. We even have a, a team we send out across the country. When people want somebody live, we'll send them out to train them. And then we provide ongoing uh, help for them to continue continue. continue the impact i pray this goes like a glorious fire across the country with all my heart father i
2: pray that right now because lord i believe you've deposited something so wonderful in the heart of this man and his family and i pray dear god that it will become a mighty wave, and it will lead to awakening contribute as powerfully as possible in jesus name well, I really hope you will avail yourself the opportunity of going to Tony's website. I wish the whole church would just listen to the wisdom that Tony's sharing because it's, it's obvious. We have not made a kingdom imprint. I mean, we just go to church. and It's almost like we want to kind of settle into a monastery, you know, let's get comfortable. And yet Jesus said, I'm sending you into the midst of wolves. But he didn't send us to be devoured by them. He He sent us to scatter the wolves and protect the sheep. And that's kingdom life. We need to show people what life really looks like. And if you'll understand you've been left here on a kingdom assignment and you begin to live with the king of kings and lord of lords, you're going you're gonna to affect everything around you because you're in love with him and you want to do his will. And, and one of the things I've seen just so clearly is the manifestation of God's kingdom power through people who watch life today. Because when we talk about a need that God wants to meet and he uses people as the instruments of blessing and you say, count me in, I want to make an impact. You're going to, you're going to see right now a beautiful kingdom person, Tammy Trent. You're going to see in her countenance, the love of God. And you're going to see precious children. Now, listen, we, we want to give 150,000 kids shoes And think about this, $36, did did you listen? $36 will give 10 kids a pair of shoes for Christmas. 72, 20 kids. I I want you to listen, not just to Tammy, but to the very heart of our Savior, the King of Kings, and then do His will. Kingdom action right now. Kingdom purpose fulfilled. Watch closely, this is going to bless you.
3: It's a great day when you can give until the least of these. I've hung out in this village all afternoon, and I could not wait for this moment, to be honest with you, but I've had a chance to play with the children. We've hung out, and I've played at their playground with them, but you would not imagine what playground they play on. It was filled with broken glass, uh, broken tin cans, all kinds of debris, trash, animals everywhere, fecal matter everywhere and I'm watching the kids play in this stuff. It was just awful, we would never allow our children to play in an atmosphere like that, but it's all they have in this village and they were the happiest children I'd ever seen. And yet, even in that moment, we witnessed before our very own eyes, a little boy stepping into something and cut his foot. And the reason why is because you'll look around and you see that most of these kids don't even have shoes, not hardly one of them. And if they do, they're broken apart and falling apart and it's just not a good scene so let's do something special this time of year it's not just about a pretty pair of shoes it's so much more than that it's really about the quality of life and something so simple as putting on a brand new pair of shoes on their feet that will protect their feet whether it's infection cuts hookworm whatever it is it's going to protect their life it's so simple thank you so much life outreach for making this possible for these children and hundreds of thousands of children across the world. Thank you so much for giving. And if you haven't had an opportunity to do that, I would encourage you to partner with us today. Let's do it. Let's make a difference, one child at a time. Start. You're a mm. oh.
2: God bless you, Tammy Trent. I don't know how you could fail to see the beauty of Jesus and I think the manifestation of kingdom reality in Tammy's face. She loves those children. She lost her husband, a swimmer, and of all things, drowned in beautiful crystal clear water. How could it happen? There's so many things in life that break our heart, but one thing that heals even our broken heart is a sincere desire to heal the broken heart of others. I think when we release love We experience it the more we express it the more we experience it in its fullness and reality I think if you will ask God for the grace to forgive you're going to find a a sense of cleansing and refreshing in your own spirit that is almost indescribable well I'm holding one of these little shoes we've got them in all sizes we got them in the tiny size Precious little feet, 150,000 children that were seeking to put shoes on their feet. Understand that the missionaries reveal to us the areas where what you just saw with those terrible cuts, that horrible big toe so infected, almost wonder if they're going to lose that toe. Well, in fact, they not only lose a toe oftentimes, but hookworms will get into their brain and can kill them. So it really is important that we protect them from the bacteria. $36 will give 10 kids a pair of shoes for Christmas. 72, 20 kids. Would you make a gift right now by going online? And would you take your bank card or would you write a check and make it to life? And would you give Christmas shoes and smiles to 150,000 children's shoes, and as many smiles as possible. Example, $1,000, and we can do two of those cleft palate surgeries. And it's a miracle. Sometimes it not only gives them a smile, a better appearance, but actually the ability to eat and to talk far more clearly. So whatever you can do, Father, I just pray everyone watching today would express the power of your kingdom, the reality of it, the reality of your love by saying, I'm going to put some shoes on little feet, and I'm going to give someone a smile because you, Father, have enabled me to be able to do it. In Jesus' name. Would you right now go online or dial that number? Always there if you need prayer. Always so grateful we can pray for you, pray with you. Or would you please call or go online and take that card and use it like a check? Remember, that's how we're supposed to use those cards. That's wise. Thank you so much for doing it. By the way, if you want to write a check, make it to life. But be kind enough to call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail because we really have a time limit. We've got to get these shoes so we can get them to the children by Christmas and point them to the great gift God made when he gave his son for us. Thanks so much for watching. Let's be kingdom-minded people, okay? Tell your friends to watch. Don't miss the next program.
0: Poverty is a killer, and because of it, children needlessly suffer, not only from a lack of food and clean water, but also from a lack of things we often take for granted, like a simple pair of shoes. Far too many children living in extreme poverty have never owned a new pair of shoes. And while that may seem minor in the light of all their needs, walking with bare feet puts them at risk of life-threatening infections and disease that could lead to crippling consequences and even death. By responding today, you can help immediately secure and begin shipping Christmas shoes to 150,000 children around the world. And for many, just in time for the holidays. Your gift of $36 will help provide 10 pairs of shoes. A gift of $72 will help provide 20 pair. And a gift of $180 will help provide 50 pairs of Christmas shoes for children in need. As a thank you for your gift of support, be sure to request this beautifully crafted red crystal shoe ornament, a treasure to display at each Christmas. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Light Shines in Darkness Frosted Glass Candle featuring a beautiful golden design with scripture from John 1-5. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more to help provide 275 pairs of shoes or two children with corrective cleft palate surgeries. And you may request the Bridge of Faith Canvas Print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
2: Well, The light shines in the darkness, that's this beautiful candle. And that's what happens when you reach out and touch someone with love. You're gonna love the little Christmas uh, crystal shoe. Uh, We're gonna send that to you. And uh, hopefully you've got all the others too. And just know this, you gave someone a smile when you gave them shoes. Some of you can do a surgery. Imagine what that would mean to you if you had a grandchild or a child that needed that correction and love gives it. Whatever you can do, thank you so very much. Thanks for watching Life Today. Remember Tony Evans' website if you wanna get some more information, but above all, lose your life in kingdom purpose and you're gonna find it and many others will too.
0: If you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come be a part of the Life Today studio audience. Go to lifetoday.org forward slash tickets, lifetoday.org forward slash tickets. It is a slippery slope, and the minute you open the door to the demonic world, it is very difficult to close it. Responding to paranormal activity tomorrow